Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This show is part of the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at HauntedAttractionsPodcast.com. This is The Haunt Tour. Touring haunts on the East Coast with your hosts, Brian, Carrie, and Philip. Welcome to another episode of The Haunt Tour. I am one of your hosts, Philip, and I'm joined by Brian and Carrie. Unfortunately, we're not going to be joined by the attraction today because. It's another theme park. We, we're going to be talking about uh, Howlis Scream in Williamsburg today. And just for you guys listening, just to note, um, I did get Howlis Scream Tampa on to talk about what they're doing in Tampa on another show. And you can find that episode. I'll link it in the show notes. But you can go to hauntingtheglobe.com. It's one of the other shows on the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. And you can find the Howlis Scream interview there with Tampa. But Tampa and Williamsburg are different places, and they have different things to offer. So, I've never been to the Williamsburg one, but that's that's why Brian and Carrie are here, because they have, and they're experts in this, and I'm kind of just going to be uh, asking all of the stupid questions today while Brian and Carrie go over all of the uh, specifics and what it was like to actually visit this, and we'll talk a little bit about the differences between the events, because they are different. That's the reason why we I didn't include the interview with Tampa on this episode today, because they are so different, except for, I guess, the one main theme for Scarlet, but, you know, we'll get into that. So, Brian and Carrie, what's up? Hello. And was that coordinated? No, <laughs> that, was, that was not planned. That's just how it works sometimes. So, we are here, and it is very late in the evening, and all of us have, I think, some sort of caffeine in front of us, but we're going to get through this. <laughs> Welcome to Haunt Tour. No caffeine. Sleep. Yeah. So, we're talking about Howlis Scream in Williamsburg. Yep. So, an overview of this, just uh, very quickly, that, that I, I realized as I was talking with Brian like five minutes ago. Um, it isn't a separate ticketed event, if I understand that correctly? No, it's they have their, um, their ticket runs for the entire day. I think they open at 10 a.m. Yeah, it's a full day ticket. Basically, you get um, like six or seven hours at the park, just as a theme park, and then about six o'clock, it switches over to Howler's Screen. So technically, you're paying for a full day at a theme park, but you get two things. Yeah, and another thing, too, they run some of the shows, like Monster Stomp and um, Fiends, during the day. So you can actually check those out earlier on in the day as well. And just to give you guys uh, an idea, the uh, one-day admission for 10 and up is $77. And as Brian mentioned also previously, there's the, uh, there's the fall fun card, which is good for the entire month, I believe. Yep. 
Yeah, and if you're going to be there for, if you're going to be in the area for more than a day, it kind of makes sense to do it. Because well, yeah, you get two days at the park for 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they'll probably change that that I said that. But <laughs> And of course, there are upgrade options. There's the quick queue and the tours and dining and uh, parking, et cetera, et cetera. So you guys can get more of the information on that. Of course, I'm sure the, the quick queue and et cetera, you know, the quick queue unlimited that starts about 45. Well, the, the regular quick queue pass is 45 and the unlimited is 70. So those are, you know, things to consider if you're in a time crunch or you want to make sure you get to everything on time. Yeah, I think the Unlimited includes all the houses and all the rides. Yes, it does. I believe it does. Select rides. Which is pretty much all of them. I think Mm -hmm. Tempesto is the only one not on the list, so... Yeah, so... Awesome, you know, stuff there to consider. Uh, Like everything else, optional upgrades. Yep, (laughs) like everything else, exactly. (laughs) Uh, You can go to howlescream.com and then just click on Williamsburg, or if, I guess, you're thinking of going to multiple Alice Screams, you could you could pick the other one you're going to go to. Or, I don't know. I know. That's, that's a heck of a commute, um, considering one's in Tampa and one's in San Antonio. Uh, <laughs> that, that is a long drive, I'll say that much. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be doing that drive by myself. No. So, but, anyway, let's get down to it. That's kind of the... the uh, the overview and the prices and and how people can get to information on it and everything. But now let's get down to what what it actually is like. So, okay. Well, um, first off, this year they added three whole new mazes. Yep, there is new stuff. Yay! Which is awesome to see because last year was the same as the year before. Uh, <laughs> this year they added Lumberhack, Cornered, and of course Unearth Scarlet's Revenge. Yep. So, um, and then also returning for that would be Catacombs, Deadline, Bitten, and... Port of Skulls. Uh, Cutthroat Cove is or the Cutthroat maze. Cove, that's yeah. it. Port of Skulls is the scare zone, though. Which, yeah, I would say, that's the scare zone, isn't which, it? Yeah, which comes back with all the other ones, which is Ripper Row, um, Demon Street, Wendigo Woods, Vampire Point. There's, is there another Am one? Am I missing one? Houses, Unearthed. Cornered, Lumber, Lumber Hack, yes. Bitten, Catacombs, Cutthroat Cove, and Deadline. Yeah, there's seven houses, so which is the most they've ever had, actually. Yes, that's good. We like this. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went, we actually did Scarlet's first. Yes. Which might have been a mistake. <laughs> because Scarlet's was incredibly detailed. It was way better it's than a, anything. It's one of the best haunts I have seen Bush Gardens pull off. In a long time. I'd say it's up there with like some of the Tampa ones. It really is. It's up there. I mean, Williamsburg has been a bit lackluster the last year or two, but with these new changes, it really looks like they're trying to pull ahead and you know give a better show for your money. Yeah, that and Lumberhack is interesting because that, that was a totally undeveloped part, like where they put that maze. It's a totally undeveloped section of the park that they've never built anything in before. Um, which is where the old Drakenfire roller coaster used to be, mm-hmm. but it's out in the woods, so it's an outdoor it's an outdoor maze. Yeah, so is, go at night. Yeah, they have three of those. Uh, are there this year? Three? There's um, there's Cutthroat Cove, um, Lumberhack, Lumberhack, and Cornered. And Cornered, yeah, there are three outdoors this year. Yeah, because Cornered, the other one, which took over Root of All Evil, 
um, or as it was becoming known to as is the home improvement or the home and garden center maze. Um, thankfully, that's gone. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it did. It looked like it was getting pretty bad. But Cornered uh, was definitely an improvement. I, I can't say it was one of my favorites, though. I can't say it was great, but they're trying. They're getting there. They're starting to put in new ideas that aren't just rehashes of the same thing done badly. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, guess I guess we should actually go into it. Cornered is a corn maze-themed maze, kind of like what you see at other theme parks out there. Yeah. Um, where it's like a farm and cornfields and things like that. You know, you got your hicks, something's gone terribly wrong. That kind of deal. And then Lumberhack is like a... It's a it's, that's, it has like a whole story to it, though, Lumberhack. Yeah, it does. Um, the story, not to give too much away, but it's basically like a lumber camp, like an old lumber mill would have. And you're going around and once again, something has gone terribly wrong. Yeah, People it's have gone insane. There's bad news. <laughs> yep. Yes. You know, and then of course Scarlet. I mean, that maze was just. That it actually takes place in the. Um, what is it? Um, it was the Europe in the Air building? Europe in the Air building, and they actually use. Um, they actually use the screens from the ride. Huh. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever they seen, them. they repurpose them. So there's stuff going on on the screens as you're going through the maze, because there's a couple parts in the maze where you go right past them. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Because, of course, the, the big thing, uh, for those of you listening to um, the Unearthed Scarlet's Revenge, I think is one of the only things that all three Hallow Screams have in common this year. It is, and that I was all done is, by yeah. um, the produ- Cowie, the producer of Blair Witch. Yeah, which which is the thing that I'm sure you guys have seen hit headlines, because I've seen that hit headlines everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's their, their big thing was that uh, this house is going to be an all-new house designed by the producer of the Blue Ridge Project, um, Unearth Scarlet's Revenge. So. Yeah, and they actually did, I mean, Scarlet herself is in it. Like, they actually have her as an icon character in the park, which is really cool. Bush, basically, well, Williamsburg especially, it took this house and gave us the product we have been begging for for years now. It's got detail, it's got length, it has the proper, you know, atmosphere and show actors involved, and it just works. It tells the story, it's quick, it's concise, you understand it without having to read a monologue. Yeah, like if, if, and if you did follow the whole thing yeah. beforehand, you, there's all these little Easter eggs that they threw into the whole mm-hmm. Aura Project thing, um, so if you followed that along with that, there's, they yeah. threw in all sorts of references to that, but you don't need to do that to enjoy it, they're just kind of there as little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. It's it's the kind of thing we've been wanting to see out of them that we know they're capable of that has just been lacking. And I'm really hoping that in coming years we're going to see more of this. This is what we want. Give it to me now. Nah. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, it, it, and it's, it's, it's like I, hate, I really hate to, to put the comparison of Tampa in there. I really do. But Tampa's mazes, the last time we went, which was a couple years ago, were just so detailed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, that was something that we kept saying, why isn't Williamsburg doing this? Well, apparently they decided to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's really good news, because I, I don't want to be the, like, negative Nancy over here. I, I'm, I'm kind of grumpy because I'm really tired. But, you know, <laughs> a Howl of Scream, you know, I've done Howl of Scream, I think a lot of people probably have. And I just, 
I stopped. You have an oh, expectation wait. from that name. Well, more like my expectation is zero because I went a few years and I was like, this is not anywhere near worth what I'm going to pay for it. So I just stopped because to me, this guy, this is just horrible. I'm just mis. I just it's just negative all over here. But I, <laughs> I, I would rather buy the like frequent fear pass to Orlando and hang out at Universal more Ooh. often than I would go to the Hell of Scream because it was my experience with them was that bad. Wow. So yeah, I'm, really the last time I'm actually there, surprised like, because the last yeah. few times I've gone, it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that they are definitely... And it could be hit or miss. I mean, these things are these things can be that way. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I just felt that it was way too much of a... Um, I guess it it's reminded me way too much of, like, Not Scary Farm in that it was felt like it was more designed for middle school and high schoolers, and it was a lot of, uh, like, barely passable acting that was kind of veiled by dark shadows, I guess, hmm. because... They were in darkness, so you couldn't tell how bad the acting was. I know it was it was bad. So I'm glad that. Yeah, no. I'm that, I mean, even when we were in Tampa two years ago, it was an it was it was, it was a, great a great show. show. So yeah, it definitely sounds like they've they've gone in a much better direction. They've like, especially with Scarlet, and was kind of stepping it up a little bit in terms of like, I guess more. I don't want to say like family oriented entertainment, but definitely more like uh, intense. I don't know if that's the right word either. Yeah, I mean that's the thing that that Williamsburg specifically has struggled with in the past because the park isn't it, the park doesn't close and then reopen like Tampa does. Yeah. Since it's open all day, they have that issue of kids possibly still being in the park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and you know that's one of those things where they've struggled with their identity. I mean, what maybe like. How many? Maybe like eight years ago or so when we went, it was way like some of the stuff really was kid friendly. Yeah, very much so. Like they had like trick or treating. I mean, it was crazy, and then it got ramped up to another level, and it's slowly been progressing. It's slowly been progressing, yeah. But this is the first year I've really seen hard, good improvement. Yeah, I mean, everybody around Scarlet was amazing. The um, the actors that were in Lumberhack were awesome. Even um, the old mazes all bitten. showed some improvement. Yeah, Bitten, the actors in there were great this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was it was huge. Um, and then you have uh, Catacombs. Yeah, they changed the layout up in it, um, which I'm not a total fan of because it's uh, Catacombs is always really enclosed and really tight and very claustrophobic because it's supposed to be the French Catacombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this year, the new additions. I don't know if they didn't have time to close it up or what. But um, you could definitely tell when you went to the older part of the maze because it was all still covered up and still had that claustrophobic feeling to it. I still liked it, but it just seemed different because of that open air bit. And Deadline's still Deadline. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) But it just seems like the quality is improving. At least in my opinion. It looks like it's improving. Even The, the scare zones were. The scare zones were more populated. Um, the actors were more enthusiastic and outgoing. They liked their jobs this year, I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like they were having a lot of a lot they more fun They were having with fun with it. They were playing with the crowd, and you can tell. And now, mind you, when we went, it was a crappy night. It, I mean, was. it, it was. There was cold. the threat of rain, rain the whole weekend. It was drizzling. It was wet. It was damp. It was just, you know, and yes. the actors were still just giving it their all, which is really nice to see. Well, that's yeah. definitely good news. So... To recap, Haunted Houses, uh, Scarlet's Revenge, Unearthed, 
uh, I guess, a, a, a level there. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. Cornered Lumberjack, Lumberhack, I keep saying Lumberhack, it just, the, the, the logo is hard to read. Cornered <laughs> Lumberhack, Bitten, Catacombs, Cutthroat Co- Cut Cove, and Deadline are the haunted houses this year. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Territories, a.k.a. Scare Zone. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Demon Street, Ports of Skull, Ripper Row, Vampire Point, and Wendigo Woods. Yes, yep. the Wend- Wendigo Woods. That's just, I mean, so that was new last year. That was new last year, yeah. I have to admit, that's one of my favorites. I loved what they've done with it. Yeah, I mean, they have these crazy, huge, like, watchtower things that you go into, that you walk through to get to where it is, and they, you know... And it's a very, like, thing where there's people yelling at you to keep moving because it's this military kind of theme thing happening where they're trying to contain the Wendigo, mm-hmm. I guess. And this year they added some really cool effects with like for, like, electrical fences and stuff. Yeah, they've really upgraded it this year. So. Oh, that's cute. You know, they like they did some cool stuff with it to to make it a little bit better. They, um, I mean, we didn't actually see Ports of Skull this year. No, um, there was no one in there. But Ports of Skull has always been a matter of contention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have a very love hate relationship with with Hollow Scream Williamsburg. Um, yes. I, what is so it? Do I. Um, what I mean, is it? It was always more showy. It was more... I called it a photo op. Well, it literally was. It literally was. It was a photo op. And I'm like, this is not scary. These are not scary pirates. And then the scary pirates... These are pirates posing with kids. And then there was another section down further where the bridge is to get actually into Festa where the scary uh, pirates were. There was? (laughs) Yes, they're there. The bungee dude, you know, remember that? Oh, other than the bungee dude, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't notice that in in the past year. They actually have, I mean, they actually have, they actually, whoever's doing them over there is pretty crazy because they actually come right into the path, the walking path of of, of the park, you know, out from nowhere, which is kind of crazy and suicidal. Well, (laughs) those of you listening to, um, Mm -hmm. if you go to the howlscream.com and go to Williamsburg, um, most of the haunted houses and the scare zones, the territories, have... Um, we have improvement. Yeah, they have improvement, and there's videos on there, um, little like trailers for the stories and, and whatnot, and some pictures if you're curious about what Brian and Carrie are talking about. Like, there's, you can actually see the, uh, the watchtowers they're talking about. In yeah, the, I actually have some video, like, too, from a couple mm-hmm. places, um, and some actually got some really great pictures, too, that'll be up in, that are up in the review. Um, like those things will actually be in there, so yeah, hopefully you guys check out all that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pictures. <laughs> yeah, Bush Gardens. At this point, I, I don't know how many pictures I have of Bush Gardens over the years. Too much. <laughs> so then we have the shows: uh, Fiends, Monster, Stomp, and Night Beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, we yeah. didn't do, we didn't get a chance to see any of them this year. But I can tell you what, Monster Stomp is good. It was it's been good every time I've seen it. Yeah, we we I've uh, never had a complaint about that show except for when they took it away from me and I had a fit. Yeah, <laughs> they did take it away for a number of they years, did. and then last year they brought it back, and we and we did see it last year. And I and from what I know, they haven't changed it. So there was there was angry brooding Carrie glaring at the park for years about that one. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually have I actually have video of the f- first year. Yeah, the first year came back, which so. will be up soon, if not already, by the time you listen to this. 
Um, but um, Fiends, always a good show. Yeah, always I definitely would say that one's in the PG-13 mm-hmm. <laughs> category. It's a little raunchy. <coughs> but it's good. It's a good show, though. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, Night Beats was not playing when we were there just because of the weather. No, Night Beats is inside the Fest House. Is that the one in the Fest House? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of Dig It Up. Which we just didn't... Yeah, Dig It Up's no longer there. That's right. I forgot. Uh, I'm tired. Don't mind me. It's okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, Dig It Up made an early exit last year, so... I know. I'm upset about that. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a percussion show. It was cool. It was really cool. They had this giant T-Rex dinosaur and stuff. It was really neat. Anyway. Um... <laughs> And then the other thing that we did while we were there um, was the new Blood Banquet. Yeah. This year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is, this year it's different. It's only $23 a person instead of the old 40 So if you Improvement. It's an improvement in price. Um, the, the food was good. The food's still good. I can't say it's as good as it used to be. The first year the food was phenomenal. I mean, it's still good food, just the selection is a bit different. The selection's a little different, and... Um, I think it was a matter of we got there a little bit late, so. Yeah, and that's something that runs throughout the entire evening, mm-hmm. and it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Um, yeah. It doesn't so, I mean, inc- it doesn't include alcoholic beverages, <laughs> but it does include soda. Yeah. So soft drinks are included <clears throat> in your $23 plus tax or whatever it is. Honestly, I have to say, with Bush Gardens, no matter the time of year, the event, or what, you will not get bad food at this park. This park is utterly incapable of doing bad food. Yeah, whoever their chef I, I is, have is never, amazing. I've never run into bad food, be it from quick service or sit down. I've Man, never had a problem. That is quite the statement there. Woof. <laughs> it is. You don't get bad food. I mean, from... Yeah, personally, personally, I, like it has one of my favorite restaurants in any theme park. It has Trapper's. Which is open during Hollow Scream. It's actually, it's right in, it's right past Wendigo Woods. It's like right in Wendigo Woods. Um, where that, where the scare zone is. Because that takes all <laughs> over all of New France. That scare zone. <laughs> yep, it does. <laughs> I mean, it's an entire land that is filled with scare actors, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can say I've never gotten bad food from Bush Gardens. I, I, so when we say Blood Banquet was good, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Blood Banquet for All You Can Eat for $23. Yeah, and there's actually a show. There's interactivity there. Um, they have some of the characters from Fiends or yeah. from Igor's, well, Igor's stuff, where they actually have Igor there, and they have... Um, they come out, they talk they come to out you. And they talk. And, they mm-hmm. do, like, a little sideshow thing. It's pretty neat. Yeah, we just didn't get to see a whole lot of them because it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which and, they had, and then they have the tours. Yeah, we haven't actually gone on any of the tours. Um, not for at least not for Hollow Scream. No. Um, so I can't. I'm really... always so short. We're always so short on time. Yeah, yeah the time we're in that area. Lot, yeah, the that... time thing is actually one of our biggest dislikes. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, because yes, you're in the park all day, but Hollow Scream starts at six, and early in the season it closes at ten. Wow, that's four hours to do. Seven haunted houses. Houses, five scare zones. And again, you can do the shows during the day, but that's still a lot of stuff to try to cram into. And when and it gets, the blood banquet, yeah. Yeah, and when you try to do all that, I mean, we barely did it. And that was with frontline passes. And that was with the having quick queue. Yeah. 
Wow. It's that's been a bone of contention with us for several years now. Now, but, they, now this year they are doing it where they're open to it like later in the season, um, and could be by the time you're you're listening to this that it's going to be open till eleven Fridays and Saturdays. Which see, helps. improvement, improvement. We which, told you, which does help. Um, We're getting there. You know, so you'll have five hours to do everything at that point. Now, I of course, still. <laughs> of course, you can't do a few things because it's still daylight out at six p.m. In some cases, you know, it might not be dark enough yet. I don't really know because I'm not. I don't live there. But um, if it really gets dark enough at six, six thirty, baby steps, baby steps. We are getting there with that. Yeah, um, but yeah, this year is a huge improvement. Like, the hour thing is a matter of contention, and Demon Street. I like the in- intro to Demon Street, the first part of it, but the second part of it with the DJ that plays the same stuff over and over and over again. Because, because it's not a really a DJ. Yeah. Um. <laughs> while, while we're on that subject on here, uh, the dates and times, um, those of you listening, the uh, Bush Gardens, Hallow Scream in Williamsburg will be open Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays from September 25th through November 1st, so it's only a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing, and the 11, by the time you're listening to this, at least Fridays and Saturdays will be 11 p.m., the first few weekends, but Sundays are always 10 p.m., Friday and Saturdays, by the time you're listening to this, will be until 11, the park opens at 10, and of course the event starts at 6 p.m. Yeah, yep. and a big and a big pro tip on that, if you want to go and do the park, check out Friday during the day if you want to do the rides and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Because it'll and be it'll be kind of light crowd on that, that that part of the day probably. We need to get a little like buzzer or like a sound effect where we're like pro tip. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> little a little ding noise somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't think I don't think there's too many dislikes this year. I mean, there really weren't. I mean, it, I mean it, there's there's those things that they have to continue working on. Yeah, there's things that need improvement, but there was nothing this year that literally made me want to flip a table and yell at somebody, yeah. as there have been in the past. <laughs> <laughs> the hours being really the only thing, um, you know, I can't even, I can't think of anything. The only thing that kind of, that kind of also stinks a little bit is that since it does, since the park is open all day, Ripper Row is in the, is in England, which is the entrance area. Ooh. So you may not see it until your way out. Yeah. 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 So it's one of those things where I remember I did a big um kind of insider survival guide a few weeks ago um that has a thing to possibly swing in there, you know, either early on in the night like on your way to Scarlet even though it won't be dark or to do it closer to the end of the night if you have time mm-hmm. just to see it because it is really cool and the actors there are great because there's, you know, um, you know, police officers running around trying to find Jack the Ripper and everything like that. And it's just a really cool thing. They think you might be them because no one knows who the, R- the Ripper was. So they'll just come up to you and start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, which is really cool. I mean, there's just, you know, that level of interactivity in that zone is really neat. And Wendigo Woods does that a bit, too. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, like scientific and military personnel come up and be, like, asking what you're doing and things like that. Have you like seen that. the Wendigo? Do you know where this is? Yes. Have you heard anything? Mm-hmm. You know, and that park is just so perfect because it is themed after, you know, old world England. Or old world Europe, I should say. Um, yeah, that's perfect for Wendigo. So it's, it's, just, it's perfect. Well, it's in New France, that area, so Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have... Um, 
you know, then you have uh, Vampire Point, which is in Germany, Germany, Austria area. So, I mean, they actually take the time to theme the scare zones to what makes sense to the to the area because they already have all the buildings themed out to the nines. Mm-hmm. So, why not just put some scare actors in there? You know, the pirates there in Spain, Italy, Italy, mm-hmm. yeah, Italy. Well, yeah, they're just past. Well, I guess just past Spain, just past San Marco. Oh, San Marco's Italy, isn't it? San Marco is Italy. <laughs> okay, I can't geography. <laughs> but pirates make sense in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ripper Row. That that is an interesting point I didn't think about. Ripper Row, Vampire Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they all do make sense. Um, you know, our only thing in the past has been they haven't had enough scare actors. This year they did. Yep. <laughs> so. Well. I mean, they're in the right direction. They're on the right path. There's momentum. Somebody push them. Somebody get behind them and just go push, push, go, go. Come on, you're getting it. Go. <laughs> That's what needs to happen. As long as they keep this up, I'd say within a few years, we're going to have one hell of a good event. Yeah. No, I, did. I totally agree with that. Wow. So we got... Uh we got seven haunted houses, and we have the five territories, and we have the three shows, and we have the Blood Banquet, which starts at 22.23. It's 22 on here, but I'm sure there's tax. And we covered the hours through November 1st, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and tours. We don't have info on, but there's also tours available. That's a lot. Yeah, so, and I can say, yeah, speaking hours. of the tours, the tours that we've been on in the past that aren't haunt-related have been really good, so if you're inclined, definitely check it out. Because mm-hmm. the tour, we've never been on a bad tour there either, so. Man, well, that, <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, did, do we have anything else to cover? I uh, think that covers it. I think that about covers everything up. I mean, you know, again, favorite thing, you know, Unearthed, Scarlet's Revenge, that house was just stupid amazing. Yep. Um, <laughs> You know, they did... I mean, it's just so good. And it's good to see, so... Definitely check that out. Uh, get there early so that you can enjoy the entire park and get to everything, or at least have, like, a fighting chance to get to everything. Yeah, and, and like I said, I have a guide up that might help. I don't know if it will or not. We kind of did it that way, and we're able to hit everything with mm-hmm. having a quick queue. But it was also a really slow night, so... You know, it, we've seen it busy. So oh, if, yeah. if you don't think, you know... And, you know, not trying to sell you on anything, but if you don't think you can do it all in one night, definitely either think about Quick queue or do the fun card thing and spend two days down there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Sounds good to me. I hope everybody enjoys it. Yep. Well, this is uh, Brian, Terry, and Philip signing off on this episode of The Haunt Tour. Happy haunting. This show is part of the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at hauntedattractionspodcast.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.